0: side dish podcast where we dish it out with boston's brightest culinary minds up front please forgive me i still have no voice don't really know why <laughs> but that's why i sound like how i sound uh, but anyway i'm here with caitlin my hey, co-host. and we're actually recording live to you from chicago right now um, we're here for our cousin's wedding so that's really exciting i still have no voice which is exciting well, don't worry she still no find the way to talk at all the family events. I know. I should probably just like, go mute for a day <laughs> to, like, help my cause. The thing is, like, I feel like I sound sick, but I'm not. Like, I'm not sick at all. I just, like, can't speak. It's so
1: weird. I think it's because you do so much talking in your job and, like, your day-to-day life that it's... not really. I don't, really, you I don't know. You just use your voice. I don't know.
0: I kind of think it's, like, laryngitis, But anyway, we're here until Sunday for a wedding. I feel like it's just wedding season galore now.
1: Yeah, because... I think we've talked about this before, but, like, everyone's events are now, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back for the spring and summer, so. I know. I feel like I have a
0: wedding every weekend until, like, the end of September. So busy. Or, like, a bridal shower or a baby shower or a bachelorette.
1: It's all fun stuff, though. Yeah.
0: No complaints. But I think that's why I'm just, like, losing my voice. I'm just, like, going at both ends. It's like,
1: (laughs) That's a, that's a, uh. Betsy-ism. Our, our mom if anyone was wondering. Sometimes we say things and people are like, what? And we didn't realize it was weird because it's just something our mom always said. But yeah, burning the midnight oil, burning the candle at both ends. Those are big mom
0: Yep, definitely. We don't even realize how weird they are, but those are our Betsy-isms. Yep. Um, so, Kate, let's talk wine. What do we sip it on today?
1: Uh, we are... I'm going to talk about a wine that I have never tried today, but that I would actually really like to try, uh, called the Bodega Catena Zapata Adriana, and it is a Malbec, 2016 Malbec, that actually won um, Lux Digital's Wine of the Year, so, you know, it's probably really good. It's rich, um, and, you know, it might it might go well with more of a richer meal, like a red sauce or a red meat. Um, It's dense and fresh, full-bodied and layered, and apparently you get aromas of roses and pine needles with a hint of spice and tobacco, so it's probably, like, another spicy wine like I know we've talked about before, So and it's from Argentina, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that before, Um, so definitely a stronger wine, a bolder wine, maybe one, again, that you'd, you know, try if you had a nice, like, rich meal going and you can find it pretty much anywhere. I think they sell it on Drizzly, which I don't think I've ever talked about Drizzly, but if you're not familiar with that, um, yeah, you can just order it online and it'll arrive right to your house. I think it's about, depending on which bottle, Catena makes a lot of different bottles. Um, I think this one is anywhere between 20 bucks and like 30 bucks, depending on where you get it. So check out your local wine shop, check out Drizzly, check out wine.com. Um, and you should be able to find it there. Is this the first Argentina wine that you've... No, I think I did an Argentina wine before. Because don't but... they aren't they supposed to have really good wine there? Yes. There are seven wine regions in the entire world that are, like, known as wine regions. Um, I might mess this up. Obviously, Italy. There's France, Provence. Then there's Chile and Argentina. And there's Napa Valley. And then there's... Oh, and Australia. Yeah. Um, How many is that? I don't know. I think I'm missing one, but um but yeah, there's seven major wine regions and in, in the Argentina and Chile in South America is definitely one of the larger ones. So they make some good wine down there. Yeah, I would I wanna try that one. Yeah. Well thanks, Kate. Um now let's jump into
0: our interview
1: with my friend.
0: Yep. Yay. All right. So we're here today with Morgan Gray, the owner of Whisk Me Away Bakery in Pawtucket, which is right near Providence, Rhode Island. Morgan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having
2: me. Can you first tell us a bit about your background and how you got into baking? Yeah, so definitely. Um, when I was in high school, I actually worked um, part-time in a bakery, probably from like my junior, my sophomore junior year. Um, and it was sort of just like, a high school job, mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed it, but it it was just something I kind of went to work, I left work, and I was never really more interested than that. Um, and when I became a senior in high school, I had to do a senior project, and I had actually wanted to be a therapist at that point. So I was kind of gearing up. Oh to wow, that's that. different. Very different. <laughs> <laughs> Very.
1: Although baking could be considered therapy. It's so true. there you go. Right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> true. But that actually fell through at the last minute. So I was kind of scrambling to find a project. And I asked my boss, I was like, can I work in the kitchen here for my senior projects? Um, again, just kind of taking it as a project. And once I started working in the kitchen, I just kind of fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. I, it I felt like it came very natural to me. I like the environment. I like the vibe kind of working in a kitchen all day. I was, I guess I never really thought of it. When I was working front of house, but once I came to back of house, I was like, oh, you can just bake all day for like, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> and fine. it was, it, yeah, it was kind of like a realization I came to. So um, I actually stopped applying to schools for um, therapy I and psychology. I actually changed everything because I was going to move to Boston. Um, and I just went home and I told my parents, I want to go see Johnson & Wiles. And mm. we went and I applied, I was a junior, I applied that day, um, and I was accepted early, and I didn't apply anywhere else after that, wow. I was, where I'm going, it was That's kind of- That's
1: awesome, just, and you're from was, Rhode Island too, right? You're from the area?
2: Yeah, so yeah. I'm from probably like 20 minutes away from Johnston & Wales, okay. um, so the uh, transition. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. And now, tell us about
1: Whisk Me Away, because I think you- Started it during the pandemic, right? Or like
2: so, shortly after? We started um, before the pandemic, so actually okay, we, just
1: before, right?
2: Um, we well, we had moved into our like location just before that, but before that, I was renting kitchen space and running. Gotcha. Houses. Um, so basically, I had kind of um, hopped around for a few years as a pastry chef throughout Providence and Boston, mm-hmm. um, and. My last job in Boston, I was just very overworked. I was probably working like 17, 18-hour days. Wow. wow. It, it was opening a restaurant. So I was running the pastry department, hiring people, kind of running that whole thing. So it was really long days. We finally got the restaurant open, and I was just burnt out, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and it had kind of taken all of the joy out of baking for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up leaving that job, and I came home. Um and basically like, cried on my parents' couch for maybe like a month. we've all been there. So. Yes, we yeah. have. <laughs> <laughs> I tried probably a month and then they were like, you need to do something. <laughs> um so I had whisk. I had started as like a blog while I was a pastry chef, kind of just like doing cakes for friends and family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I said to my dad, with the help of my brother, I think I want to take whisk. I want to like turn it into something. Uh, It took a little bit of convincing, but once we kind of all agreed, we went from there. I launched the business, um, November, 2017. I, my first bake of like being an actual licensed business was Thanksgiving, 2017. Oh, okay. Much earlier than I thought then. Yeah.
0: But I love your storyline because I feel like people that own, um, successful companies, it's because of their passion and it, their passion guides them to that. So I love how like this for you was, you know, it, it was your passion. And once you realized you were in a role in Boston that like was sucking that passion out of you, you realized mm-hmm. you had to do it yourself. And like, I feel like that's how every good business gets started. I mean, mm-hmm. my story is the same, like something was sucking the life out of me. And I was like, it's time for me to just do it on my own. And I think like that takes so much courage. And that's awesome that you did it. And I love the name too. It's so cute. away. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all about like food puns <laughs> it's cute, is. really cute now um what is your favorite thing to bake versus your least favorite thing so obviously you do like big cakes cupcakes smaller mm-hmm. treats I have had a few of your treats and they're very good my sister and James bring them home for us and we all like attack them and my family. Yeah, bonus, very good.
1: bonus. Morgan's a friend of mine, so we get yeah. desserts.
2: Yeah. And she comes and, over for dinner, which is great.
0: <laughs> I get to eat them. Um, yep. what, yeah. What's your favorite thing to cook and or bake and your least favorite thing to bake?
2: Um, I'd probably say my favorite thing would either be, uh, it would definitely be like cakes because mm-hmm. I love the of baking a cake, but I also love the after process of it, of decorating the cake. Um, that's where I feel like I can kind of just take inspiration as it comes and kind of flow with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, since a lot of baking is so scientific, yeah. uh, that's the part of baking that I can kind of like throw all those rules out the door and do kind yes. of comes to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the really scientific side, if I had all of the time in the world, uh, outside of cakes and, and everything whisk, I would love to bake bread. Um, well, mm. uh. and it's super time consuming. It's definitely like a lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't have the time for it, but it is something that I love to do. Um, as far as least favorite, hmm, I feel like probably anything really, really small. Like, yeah, really- tiny bite-sized desserts, even though they're so great when you're done, you're like, Oh, this is so beautiful, but just kind of the sheer uh, concentration that it takes. Yeah. yeah I like to be like creative and kind of all over the place. So when you give me something very small, I'm like, Ugh. uh yeah, yeah. Tedious. Yeah, exactly. Tedious. So cakes. That. would
1: you say that's your specialty though? Like the big, bigger cakes? Is that like kind of your, your go-to whisk me away signature?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, with wedding season kind of ramping back up right now, we're definitely Mm. getting like big wedding cakes, dessert tables, things like that. Um, So yeah, I would say cakes are our specialty and like building the business, even though we have cinnamon buns, donuts, toaster turtles, muffins, all those things, we've kind of just become known for our cakes. And that's like the business has kind of just like taken her own journey. So yeah. our cakes and we're known for our cakes and we love to do them. So like I kind of let the business make decisions at points um and kind of roll with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Love that. And uh technically side dish is a Boston based, but we're expanding our horizons over to the Providence area. Yes. So I guess to get people to come visit, take the 45 minute trip, half an hour train ride, everyone, what's Mm -hmm. some of your other just general favorite spots in Providence Um, could be for dessert or could be just for food or drinks or whatever.
2: Let's see. Um, I really, really, really love one of my favorite restaurants over here is called North. Um, Mm. They kind of like, a new age, like Asian fusion, they use a lot of local ingredients, uh, fresh local fish, fresh meat, all of that stuff. All of their food is phenomenal. They have these little tiny ham biscuits with like a house mustard on them. Oh, They're yum. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Big, um, big biscuit fan. Big <laughs> big biscuit <laughs> fan.
1: <laughs> Morgan makes a cheddar biscuit. It's really good. Oh, so. God. All right. I request
2: that next. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. <laughs> okay. Um let's see what else. I really love as far as um drinks in the area. My boyfriend owns a brewery. He owns Buttonwood's Brewery. So that's my favorite beer in the area. But uh, I think for drinks we have two um really small but really fabulous bars. One is called Far West. Uh-huh. Um kind of more towards like South Providence, but it's like a speakeasy vibe and they open their patio. They have phenomenal drinks they do um kind of they come up with like seasonal menus. Um, uh, they're really great. And they have tiny like bites. And we also have tiny bar. Which I love is really tiny bar. Great. Oh, so I've been cute. there. A, a I very, think hopefully seats like eight people. Um, yeah. but they opened up their patio and their drinks are also just really like, good. Okay, I think you took me there.
1: Yeah, I think you've been there. We went to Zaco Taco and then we went. Yeah, to bar after. that was really fun. so good.
0: I, I was telling Caitlin Morgan, I'm due for another. I love coming into Providence mm-hmm. and going out with Kate and James and, and everything. And I've heard about your boyfriend's bakery, too. Also, brewery. I mean, sorry, brewery. brewery. Also, <laughs> the power couple. I know. <laughs>
2: wow.
1: I know I'm waiting for the dessert, like beer.
0: Collab <laughs> dessert beer. Yeah, that's yeah. Funny. With,
1: with the that's her so boyfriend's cool. name is Morgan as well. So the, the two mo- double thought, Morgans
0: yeah. called the double beer. Morgan. That's cute. The, yeah. <laughs>
1: That actually Mm -hmm. would be kind of cute if that was the name of your like dessert stout.
0: Morgan (laughs) Square, the dessert stout. Um, But I love Providence and I love like all the food and it's just so cute. And I said to Caitlin and James, I am due for another trip. So I think coming into your bakery is a must next time I'm there. Yeah,
2: that the food's phenomenal. We actually went to um, I had never been to it, but the East End on Mm -hmm. in Providence. We went, we sat out on their patio. It was probably the first dinner we had together in a while. And this, it was, it was just phenomenal. Like the mm-hmm. cheese boards, they mm-hmm. had powder on the menu. They had
1: fresh oysters. Yum. Let- that's awesome. I haven't been there. We're, we're going to go though on my farewell it's, to Providence. Yes. That's what dinner. we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <East End laughs> Love that. And the okay. karaoke. Um, <laughs> that's a good segue though. How can our listeners find you? How do they order from you? Um, you know, What, where can they see all your delicious
2: Um, desserts? So our website is just whiskmeawayri.com. Um, and our Instagram is just whiskmeawayri. Um, so our website, I kind of designed it where it it takes you to all the different places to place orders for things. So we have like our bakery menu, which we open on Wednesday nights and we close on Friday mornings and pickups are Saturday mornings right now we're still pre-ordered just because, um, we were going to open up after the pandemic and, uh, we just grew a lot. So mm-hmm. space to bring people back into the bakery yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just pre right now for Saturdays. And then we also have like an online cake shop where you can order cakes, pick up any time throughout the week. And then we have our custom orders where you can order like a custom as small as like a four or six inch cake or like a whole wedding cake or dessert table. That's awesome Awesome. so still
1: pre order everybody so put your orders in and then you can swing down to Pawtucket grab it. And then Mm -hmm. stay tuned and I guess do you have any advice too for I should have asked this earlier, but for people that are aspiring bakers or want to start their own business or. Mm
2: -hmm. Anything
1: that you learned kind of in this process like little nuggets of of advice.
2: Oh gosh. I haven't been asked that question so long. And I feel like my answer has probably changed so much since like the beginning of this. I feel like as for advice, it's kind of, uh, stay true to who you are yeah. and what your product is. And I feel like that kind of oh, constantly just shines through in mm-hmm. whatever you do, as long as you're true to yourself and you're honest. I um, love that. I feel like it it just shines through and that's how people connect with you. like. Our products, I I love our product, obviously, but I also feel like with our customers really uh, sets that foundation for like, I, if you're coming into the bakery and you've been in more than two or three times, I probably know you by first name and like, I love that kind of create this connection. So stay true to yourself and have fun with it. Yeah. I love that. All like business is all
0: about authenticity because customers can see right through people who don't who aren't authentic or passionate like i was saying earlier so i love that you said that that's awesome now lastly morgan what's next for for you in the bakery um are you gonna like open back up again for you know open back up the shop or what's next
2: um so we're kind of actually going through that right now it's definitely um our next step we we need a bigger space mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good problem to have yeah our uh we have a 500 square foot space right now uh-huh. so that's and half retail. Yeah. Um, so right now we have really filled it with fridges and freezers where like no one can get into the bakery. Uh, and in the last probably two, two and a half months, the team has like doubled in size. Wow. Uh, so we kind of like can't all fit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking at kind of the next step as far as a storefront, um, within Providence. I love Pawtucket, but Providence will always have my heart. Mm-hmm, um, yeah, you know, we're we're looking at that as the next step, and kind of whenever that happens, first is great. We're making it work in our space right now, and yeah, we're letting the business like take the wheel. Right. Well, That's congrats, awesome. congrats on that growth. <laughs> Yeah, awesome.
0: yeah,
1: especially after a long year and a half. I mean, like, uh, yep. but I guess everyone wanted desserts to get them through the the tough time. I mean, which desserts is are
0: coping mechanisms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: so I can see why. I for all, well, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, essential business for sure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: Morgan, thank you so much for chatting with us today. I. Now I'm excited to come back. Kate, we got to add this to our Providence list when I when I visit. I need more of that strawberry shortcake. That was very good too. Oh yeah, <laughs> she
1: tried the, the yeah the, the yeah cake. Those, but one those... you brought like the first time you came over oh, a strawberry God, that was, cake cake.
0: Yeah, that was really good. It <laughs> was
1: her favorite. Yeah, I, I love the, strawberry shortcake. So yeah, mm-hmm. I brought the chocolate chip cookies, which are not yep. just regular chocolate. I don't chip think cookies. I tried Everybody. that.
0: I think that was gone. No, because I, I got... ate it all. But yeah. it's like
1: they're like layered. I don't even know how to describe it. Sea salt chunks. Mm-hmm. They're just the best cookies. And then the lemon curd lavender so uh, good. jumbo yep. cupcake. So, and my so mom, my, this is really funny, but you know, the little thing in the squeezy tube. Oh my God. My mom didn't know it was booze. So she was like, oh, <laughs> and she just like took a shot. And she was like, oh my God. Booze. What <laughs> did was she really think? I should have
0: known that that was booze. I assumed like it was it's...
1: like limoncello or something. like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, yeah,
0: she got limoncello. a nice little dinner after dinner shot.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That was really funny she was like oh my god it's yeah. like what were you expecting i know <laughs> it well was funny. Thank,
0: thank you again morgan we really appreciate your time and thank you for sharing your advice and your story
1: yeah thanks morgan
0: All right, guys, so for my BFJ tip this week, I'm going to keep it kind of short. As you can imagine, it's kind of straining to speak with my voice like this. Uh, But one big thing that's happening in the food and bev industry in Boston is that Jason Santos is finally opening his second Buttermilk and Bourbon in Watertown's Arsenal Yards. This has been in the works for a while now. If you know Buttermilk and Bourbon, it's a very small Um, intimate restaurant, me too, right in Back Bay. Very, very good. It's very crowded and you know, long waits, and people really, really love it. Well, he's been working on expanding his restaurant concept into Arsenal Yards, which has really just like blown up over the last um year or so. There's so much new developments that have have been in there. So, he's opening um, up his new restaurant at 100 Arsenal Yards Boulevard in Watertown. Um, it's a beautiful. Um, restaurant it kind of reminds me of like the interior of Marielle a little bit it's very like you know it's got beautiful um, you know chandeliers it's got nice bright colors a lot of those like neon signs that he has in the back bay concept yeah so it's looking really cool Um, I would definitely check it out I'm not sure if it's much bigger but it appears to be from what I've seen in photos so I know that there's a pre um, Opening for press a couple days before they open. That's happening early August. So I would say that this is going to be open fully um, for reservations probably the week of August 6th um, or that following Monday. So early August, I would follow them on Instagram if you're looking for more updates on when that's happening. Their handle is actually different it's Buttermilk Bourbon Arsenal um, as opposed to their Buttermilk Bourbon handle, which is their. Um, Concept on Commonwealth Ave. So again, if you're not familiar, this place serves amazing fried chicken. They actually have the like, you know, I always post that Dole whip from Citrus and Salt. Well, they have it too, but it's um, different flavors served in um, pie crust. Well, pie crust toppings served in those pretzel cones. That They've got amazing. really cool, unique like tiki cocktails. Wouldn't you say, Kate? Tiki cocktails, kind of.
1: Oh, I love. Yeah, I mean. They have a really great cocktail Great program. cocktail.
0: Then they have, like, chicken and waffles. They've got some lobster dishes. They've got roasted oysters. Again, the desserts are really cool if you're looking for that Dole Whip uh, pretzel cone vibe that, you know, you always see at Citrus and Salt or even the Disney Dole Whip. You can get that there. They've got a brunch menu, too, so it's brunch and dinner. So definitely check them out. Again, it's going to be in Arsenal Yards um, in Watertown, which is honestly a quick little drive out. Nothing crazy. Um and that's gonna be in early August. And I think it's definitely gonna be worth the wait. So mark your calendars and head on out there and enjoy it.
1: Awesome. Maybe we should go, Kate. I haven't been in honestly a long time. Definitely. I'm coming in for my dentist appointment, so we can go. Okay, okay well, then.
0: That would be fun actually. I can get us a res and we should go check it out. Yes. And Let's then we do can it. report back on how the water town
1: spot is. Yeah. Are you alright? Jeez.
0: Yes, I am. I'm great. <laughs> I just had this, like, no voice for, like, a week and a half now, and it's really annoying.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Well, let's rest it up, and we'll be back next week.
0: Yep, we'll be back next Friday, and we thanks thank you guys for letting us shift our day out a little bit. It's really helped, and, yeah, we will chat with you next week. Thank you, and sorry for the little bit of a short episode today, but, again, as you can imagine, straining is not
1: fun. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. All right, Weekend. thank you.